Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Very busy day here on the HHC. We've got a free agency re-signing to talk about Cody Martin signing a multi-year contract with the Hornets. We have a game preview to get to as the Hornets will open up Summer League play tonight against the Indiana Pacers. But first off, we've got a special interview with the head coach of this year's Hornets Summer League squad, Joran Surenkamp, joining us once again here on the HHC. So let's welcome Hornets Summer League head coach Jordan Surenkamp here to the Hornets Hivecast. Coach, welcome to Vegas. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, really excited for this week and, you know, continue to get on the court and help our guys get better fans all over the NBA always excited for summer league and the primary focus tends to be those rookies who it's their first taste of NBA basketball first chance for fans to see particularly the first round picks out there on the floor for the Hornets that's Mark Williams the seven footer tell me how has he looked so far in camp and what should expectations be over the course of summer league yeah I think the biggest thing for him expectation wise is to continue to do what he's doing right now and that's learning growing becoming more comfortable and understanding the style of play that we're going to have this year and just learning how to play basketball at this level and I think Mark's done a fantastic job of that to this point very high IQ kid that comes in and asks a lot of really good questions and is very focused mentally every day just as much as his competition level is physically so his ability to match those two things together with that IQ has really helped him grow over the last three or four days and it's been really awesome to see and obviously the type of kid he is and personality it's really exciting. The other group fans tend to be really excited to see are those former first round or former draft picks 
who have had a year in professional basketball but maybe haven't cracked the rotation yet for an NBA team, of whom the Hornets have a lot of. Kai Jones is here. JT Thor is here. Two guys that bring a lot of length, bring a lot of athleticism to the table. And this is not a final exam, but it's a, it's a good midterm to see what have they learned, what can they put into practice on the court. What should expectations be for those two? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. It's continuing to to learn how to play the right way. You know, those guys are still super young and are still trying to get their feet wet. And, and we were lucky enough to have that with Greensboro a little bit last year, obviously. But, you know, just continuing to grow and do and do what's asked of them and continue to, to find ways to get better. With Coach Clifford coming in and the staff, you know, there's a little bit of adjustment that has to be made in that world as well. So just picking up on some of the new ter- terminology and style of play is another piece to that. And then another thing that, you know, I really challenge them with this week is the leadership standpoint. You know, it's not just the personal development, but how can you make your teammates better around you? How can you bring uh, the young rookies, the draft picks, those guys along with you? Uh, and I think that starts here and the chemistry that you build from doing that will really pay off as the year goes on uh, in Charlotte this year. The third group of players on your summer league roster are guys that you're in many cases very well familiar with because they played for you in Greensboro last year and just an opportunity portion of the roster where these guys are not draft picks but they're playing for positions in training camp playing for positions hopefully on an NBA roster if not a G League roster uh, just trying to continue that path towards their dream of the NBA last summer league we saw LiAngelo Ball take advantage of that opportunity earned himself a spot on the G League roster tell us about some of the guys we can see in that portion of your lineup here in Las Vegas yeah you know it's, it's awesome to have some of those guys that I'm already familiar with you know with us I think Jalen Crutcher is the one that really sticks out to me played really well for us in Greensboro um, and does a lot of really good things for us on both sides of the ball. So, you know, giving him the opportunity here as a point guard to run the show. And, you know, it's something that he took on that responsibility for us in Greensboro as well. And I thought really grew in that area. Um, but, you know, LJ Figueroa, some of these other guys as well are really, really exciting. And I think they are ready to make the most out of their opportunity. I think the biggest thing for them, as it is with the entire roster, is making sure that we're here and playing the right way and being about the right things, uh, playing good, solid team basketball and competing every day. And I think top to bottom roster wise, we have really, really good guys that are going to be able to do that. And I'm excited for them and the opportunity that they're going to have as well. Jordan Cern, Camp Hornets Summer League head coach with us today here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm sure a lot of excitement for you as well getting this opportunity as a head coach. A lot of times Summer League head coaches, it's more or less their first taste as an NBA or professional level head coach. It's their their introduction and you have some experience already coaching the G League. So what is it like for you now, uh, a different type of atmosphere being a head coach, but doing this job again? Sure. Yeah. First of all, I've got to thank the organization for the opportunity. Mitch Kupchak, Buzz Peterson, Dave Duquette, Larry Jordan, all those guys in the front office for believing in me um, and giving me this opportunity. Coach Clifford as well. You know, in the short time that I've met him, you know, him and I have really clicked on all cylinders and have had really, really good uh, conversations. We're on the same page about a lot of things. So I owe it all to them for this opportunity. But just for the opportunity myself, being able to take what I learned in year one in Greensboro and try to do it better. You know, there's always room for improvement. I'm still very young in this, especially as a head coach. So the growing opportunities I had in Greensboro last year, some of the things that, you know, I want to try to adjust or or be better at, you know, this is an opportunity to do that. And ultimately, the most important thing and the reason I'm the most excited about it is I get the opportunity to work with our young guys. And that's something that when I took the job in Greensboro, even I was really passionate and excited about just, you know, to be able to be on the floor with a lot of the guys that I have relationships with already and help them develop and and become better players and better 
teammates and things like that. You know, that's where my excitement and joy comes from. And just really excited to do it again for another couple of weeks with them. Anytime you are coaching either a summer league team or a minor league team, you have two focuses. One is to win, of course. You're always trying to compete. But in many cases, the more important goal is to incorporate some of those philosophies that the organization has, that the big club has, if you will, to get the players ready for when they step onto that stage. What are some of the focal points here, particularly with a new head coach and Steve Clifford now running the overall uh, coaching staff for the organization? Yeah, uh, you know, I think Coach Clifford has been really clear on the expectations of summer league and and you mentioned we came here to win basketball games just as much as we're here to develop and and kind of get guys up to speed with what the system and philosophy is going to look like for us this year in charlotte but i think the biggest things start with just the the basic pillars of what we want to continue to do as an organization and that is compete every day put your best foot forward get one percent better with everything that you're doing have a winning mentality um, and playing team basketball, you know, that's something that I think we've done uh, in Charlotte, you know, for a couple of years now as well. So just continuing to build on that, but also just the level of competition, the attention to detail um, that's going to go into executing some of the uh, philosophical things that we're really stressing while we're here. And ultimately just having fun with it as well. You know, competition, winning, all of that stuff brings joy to everybody. So just buying into being about the right things, um, being a team first mentality and, and really just doing that every day and, and you know, getting the results we want from that. You excited? I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready. We are as well, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Hornets Hivecast, and good luck tonight against the Pacers. Thank you. Much, much more to come here on this edition of the HHC. Coming up next, we're talking Cody Martin re-signing with the Hornets. That's after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Welcome back to the Hornets Hivecast, and it is again a very busy edition of the HHC because at long last the moratorium is over and we have some free agency news to talk about. So joining me now from Hornets.com, senior writer Sam Purley. Sam, the big news of note, Cody Martin signing a multi-year contract. He's back here in Buzz City. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's no brainer for Cody Martin and, and the Hornets to come to an agreement. Took a big, big step last year. I think his first two years was a little kind of up and down, especially in the offensive end. But you saw the improvement he made last year in his three point shooting. Jumped up to thirty eight percent. I think it was around twenty seven percent the year before. So I just love the way he plays. I think you love the way he plays too. Just a guy that can kind of fill in the gaps a little bit. He can play one through three. He can score. He can rebound. He can facilitate. He can ball handle. Uh, obviously, he's a great defensive player. Can guard multiple positions. Just knows his role. You know, doesn't try to do too much. Just goes out there and kind of fills in the gaps. And just a really overall solid basketball player that good teams or great teams in the NBA have a bunch of. And the Hornets have one for years to come. And Cody Martin, there is no question that he proved himself as a NBA quality rotation player, which is really the first thing a second round pick or any pick has to do in order to get a second contract. But the one hesitation I had coming into this free agency period on whether or not Cody Martin was going to stay was 
was, did the Hornets see him as a luxury they could afford? Usually teams that are on the ascent, at some point they have to decide, well, who are the players in our rotation coming off the bench that we're going to commit dollars to rather than try and continually replenish through the draft, through other means, and not make as long-term of a commitment to? And this clearly says that Cody Martin is not just a quality piece for this year, but for when the Hornets are hopefully soon contending for Eastern Conference championships and making playoff runs, they see him as being a key part of the rotation then as well. Yeah, and he's a great testament to their player development. A guy taking second round, he's got a great you know story being from North Carolina. That's not necessarily why the Hornets brought him in, but it's awesome to kind of see him come up and, and started the, in his career. I think he was in the G League a little bit and then kind of took steps forward, took step forward, and then just to see the strides he made this past year, I think it's a real testament to the work he's put in, the developmental system, and the belief that the Hornets have. I mean, I think it's great when you're drafting second round guys that you can go to someone like Bryce McGowan and say, look at Cody Martin. This is a guy that came in mid-second round went to the G League, did the process, and look where he is now. He's on a second contract despite being a second-round pick. So I think it's great to have guys, not only that on your team because they can provide good basketball you know, inputs and, and you know, help you win games, but they're also a testament to the culture and what your organization is about, what your team is about, and they set a great example for the guys coming in behind them and say, if you work hard, it doesn't matter where you're drafted, you can make an impact in this league uh, and be in it for a long time if you do the right things and you commit yourself to getting better. And you can say the same thing about really all of – Mitch Kupchak's draft picks since taking over here with the Hornets. Devontae Graham got his second deal with someone else, basically, but certainly earned it while with the Hornets. Uh, you look at guys like Jalen McDaniels and Nick Richards and JT Thor, who are actively on the Hornets now as second-round picks and have already given us breadcrumbs that they could be following a similar path. So great news on a personal note. Couldn't happen to a nicer person than Cody Martin. He's one of the ultimate good guys on this team and in this league and uh, just could not be happier for him and his brother, for that matter, who also made news this week uh, getting a deal. So, uh, you know, kudos to him. Definitely excited to see what he can do, and hopefully he can stay healthy the entire year because until he had that injury, he was leading the NBA in three-point percentage. Who knows if he had been able to stay healthy the entire 82 or maybe just not as long of a layoff, he might have been able to continue to contend for that spot, but it didn't quite work out that way. But hopefully 22-23 is the year that he can make that kind of run. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone would complain if he's up in that 45, 46, three-point percentage again. And uh, I'd be curious to see if his volume goes up a little bit more. I only know he took maybe one and a half to two threes a game. You know, it was never sort of a major... Focal point of the offense, but you've seen him get better and better each year. Great cutter to the rim. You know, he's got a little bit of a mid range game, and in his athleticism is certainly there too. He can really put pressure on the basket as well. So I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that the Hornets will turn to and say, hey, we need a 25 or 30 point outing tonight. But, you know, could you see more stuff being drawn up for Cody Martin as that shooting kind of continues to hover, hopefully around that 40% range? So uh, I'm excited to see where he goes from here. And like you said, it couldn't happen to a better guy. He's always been super, you know, great to talk to, you know, really articulate answers when you're interviewing him just total package and it's awesome seeing being around him and seeing a great thing happen to a great basketball player a great person as well he is locked in cody martin signs a multi-year contract he is staying in buzz city and who knows maybe the next person to follow this a second round pick to second contract pathway is bryce mcgowan's whose nba career in a manner of speaking starts later today hornets versus pacers we'll preview the matchup for you next here on the hornets Hivecast. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, 
I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Sam Purley back for segment three here of this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. A very busy one. Thanks again to head coach Jordan Surencamp for joining us earlier here on the HHC to talk about Summer League as a whole. Now it's time to talk about Summer League Game 1, Hornets versus the Indiana Pacers. Sam Purley back with me to break this one down. Uh, Sam, we can get right into it. It's Summer League. There's not quite as much on the line. There are multiple things that teams are looking to do on top of winning development and and seeing players in different circumstances. Honestly, for many teams, take a a front seat in the car that they're driving here. Uh, But I thought it was interesting that Jordan Cernkamp in our conversation today and throughout this training camp leading up to today has said that winning is a priority for this team. Not that it wasn't in the past, but we know last year the team went winless in Summer League, and it seems like that is at least a bigger focus to make sure that that doesn't happen again here in the desert. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's nature of competition. You want to win, whether it's summer league, whether it's G League game, NBA game, it's always, it all comes down to winning. And while development and kind of getting some of these guys who have not played in a professional setting more exposed to doing that, building good habits that lead to winning is sort of one and the same. Like you want to build championship habits, you want to build winning habits and then, you know, making little plays, getting, you know, defensive rebounds and, and, you know, making sure you got defensive assignments. It all kind of works together. If you do those things, it results in usually putting yourself in position to win. They work together. So while, you know, the games ultimately won't count, you know, towards the NBA regular season next year, winning is important in the sense that wins come because you're doing the right thing and you're making improvements and you're, and you're showing development over the course of these, you know, five games out in Las Vegas. Normally for these game previews during the regular season, as you know, Sam Perley, we go player to watch for each team, then a stat to watch. I'm not as concerned about stat to watch, you know, the summer league rosters, it's very difficult to pinpoint, oh, this is the, the key statistic. So I'm going to go player to watch Pacers and for the Hornet side of it, I need a player to watch among draft picks and player to watch among non-draft picks. So you may choose which direction you want to start with. Do you want to do the Hornets draft pick, Hornets non-draft pick, or a pacer to watch for this particular game? I'll start with Hornets draft pick. Uh, and I'll just take the easy one out. I'll go with Mark Williams. I think there's always kind of this excitement about with the draft just being two weeks ago. If you're a fan of an NBA team, you always want to see your rookies play. You want to see what you're you're getting in, in your new guys in the NBA. And you know they're asked to do different things in summer league than maybe they were in college. And you haven't really seen them play in in five on five settings and three months since they've been probably in the NCAA tournament. So to kind of see where they've come and how they've kind of uh, adapted to the NBA, you know, in a relatively short period of time, only a couple weeks is always exciting. So I'm going to go Mark Williams. I'm ready to see how he can kind of handle some of those minutes at the five. And there's been some talk too about, you know, can he be more of a little bit more of a floor spacer than he was at Duke? So I'm excited to see Mark Williams. It's easy, easy one, but that's what I'm rolling with. Easy one. Love the pick. He's one of the people that many here in Las Vegas beyond just the Hornets are, are most excited to see because he could be a real impact player uh, right from day one when the regular season rolls around. I'm going to go with Kai Jones for this one. Number of reasons. One, just to see the progression he had from last summer league to this one. How much more variety does he have to his offensive game? Also because we've heard the staff talk a a bit about playing him at the four. And I think the original vision when he was drafted was that he would uh, eventually maybe be the center of the future. And I certainly don't think the door is closed on that at all. But he was such a, a raw talent when he came 
came to Charlotte that it was certainly possible that the four might be the the lane that he funnels into, but more so with his length and with his athleticism, I'm just excited to see what he does at the four spot playing alongside a Mark Williams, playing alongside a Nick Richards, because that might give some breadcrumbs to what he might do in the regular season alongside a Williams or Richards or Plumley. So I think this is a really important summer league for him and, and the rest of the draft class of 2021 that's going to be out there on the floor. But for him in particular, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see what it looks like here. Kai Jones, just year two in general, and also him playing with another big man. Uh, what kind of Twin Towers formations the Hornets might be able to look forward to. Yeah, I think when he kind of came in, he was this guy that you pencil in as maybe three to four or five. He's very, very raw. And I think as kind of a year has progressed and you see Mark Williams kind of coming in, you're starting to kind of see that maybe Kai is going to become a four. You know, they're playing him more forward, but that doesn't mean he couldn't play a small ball five like a PJ Washington or you go really big and play him at a three. I think the same thing with JT Thor is he's a guy that can play three through five. So you don't have to have a set position set in for these guys middle of July summer league. You know, you can kind of experiment and that's what summer league is for it's a lot of experimentation with different lineups seeing how things kind of fit together and then you build on those results as you're out here and then you have something to kind of get on film heading into uh into training camp in, in a couple months so yeah i'm excited to see kai too and see you know sort of the progress he's made the last year or so where next a pacer to watch or a non-drafted hornet to watch i'll go non-drafted hornet to watch we'll we'll, we'll stick with charlotte uh, i'm gonna go with jalen crutcher i think this is a guy that is gonna have a big opportunity out here in vegas there's no james book night he's dealing with an injury right now so there's gonna be a lot of minutes in that backcourt for Jalen Crutcher it's a guy they really like ended up in the season played the whole season in Greensboro he knows the system I think this is a great opportunity for him you know to get a lot of reps to showcase his leadership you know summer league can be so it can be messy at times with the turnovers and guys that just haven't had a whole lot of time together but I think if you have a guy out there like Jalen Crutcher who played for a really really good Dayton team in college that was one of the best teams in the country a couple years ago and a guy that's been through the system and, and understands sort of the schematics and the calls a little bit more I think you know leadership reps are big opportunity for him out here so I'm gonna go with Jalen Crutcher I'm excited to see what he can kind of do you know as a guy that you know wasn't drafted necessarily but it seemed to have got a little a little bit better over the last year and maybe flying under the radar right now for this Hornets team yeah I'm really excited to see him too I called some of his games in college exceptional player really good shooter you know we can throw the lob he threw a Toby Toppin all through college now he's got a few high flyers to target here in summer league my pick is going to be Brady Manick we talked about him a little bit during the the overall summer league preview my fantasy lineup is mark williams at the five kaya jones at the four jt thor at the three and brady manic at shooting guard i think already just those three makes it the biggest lineup in summer league but you throw manic in as well and uh, i don't know how anyone uh, makes it into the lane against uh, that forest of trees but in all seriousness he's a very very good shooter has been in his entire college career both at oklahoma and at north carolina i get some serious Joe Ingles vibes from him. He knows how to play. He knows how to knock down open shots. And I think there's going to be some for him in this summer league roster that could give us some breadcrumbs of what's to come if he makes it to training camp, if he makes it to preseason play and, and beyond. So Brady Manick, my choice for the non-drafted Hornet to watch here in game one of summer league. Last but not least, we need a pacer to watch as that's the opponent. 
Yeah, this Pacers team is stacked. They got a lot of guys that have been drafted or played in the NBA before. I think I'm going to take just the easy way out again. I'm going to go Benedict Matherin, kind of a combo guard. Was Pac-12 player of the year last year out of Arizona. Sixth overall pick. I mean, this guy plays with, it seems like such a tenacity. I saw he had a quote the other day coming in and said something about how, you know, he comes into the league and he says he thinks he's already better than LeBron. I mean, that kind of mentality, while we might think it's kind of crazy, that mentality is something you want to have. You, If you have a rookie, you want to come in and make sure that you think you're the best player out there so I think he's going to be a fun player to watch he's obviously very highly touted was a great player at Arizona he's originally from Canada former hockey and football player well so he's got some athletic versatility so I think he's going to be a great matchup to watch and whoever's going to be guarding him at that 2-3 spot the Hornets will have their hands full on the defensive end dealing with Benedict Matherin can't argue with the pick although I thought I had circled the easy one that was Chris Duarte on my list and part of me is what is he doing here? He's already established himself as a NBA rotation level player. Typically, once you've done that, you stop going to summer league. You don't risk you know, the, the injury and whatnot of showing up and playing these games once you've already established yourself. And I mean, he has. But from the Hornets standpoint, it presents a very interesting opportunity because even the players with some experience, I think the most experienced guy on the Hornets roster has to be Nick Richards. And he doesn't have that much experience when you compare him to Quis Duarte. So how does this Hornets lineup stop him? If you're going to go twin towers or three towers out there, who matches up with a Chris Duarte? So I, I think there's a, a lot of reasons. One, I think he is going to be a, a significant player for however long he plays in summer league. It might just be this one game or maybe a couple if that, but the Hornets get in my eyes, the benefit of going up against him in a real good test against someone who has already established himself as a quality NBA rotation player. Yeah, absolutely. Duarte, I could see very much a what exactly is he doing out here kind of thing. He, he, I remember on opening night last year against the Hornets, it felt like he had you know 27 points or something as a rookie kind of coming in a little bit older too I think he's almost 25 already so uh yeah that'll be a great defensive challenge for the Hornets he's a great shooter and the only reason I could think that he might kind of be out there is maybe Indiana's got such a new lineup this year and is kind of entering maybe a rebuilding phase that you know maybe it's just kind of getting used to some of his new teammates and being more of a focal point than maybe the team envisioned going into the season last year and they kind of pivoted their direction a little bit but yeah he's a fun player to watch and maybe not as fun to defend him necessarily when he's playing the Hornets but uh, it'll be a really good test for the Hornets defenders out on that perimeter for sure. We shall see how it pans out. We will have the game broadcast for you on our Hornets Radio Network flagship station, Sports Radio FNZ 92.7. Uh, we'll have the call for that one starting at 6 Eastern today. Very, very full edition of the HHC. Sam Perley, thanks for being a part of the last two segments of it. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. And thank you to Hornets Summer League head coach Jordan Cernkamp for joining us for our sit-down for segment one as well. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. For our producer, Rob Longo, who we greatly appreciate putting this podcast together. And everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.